Welcome or welcome back to Horse for Whore. I'm Mariah. And I'm Kayla. And it's Halloween on the day we're it recording this. <laughs> not on it is Halloween. Not on the day you guys will hear this, but on the day we're recording. Nope. Well, good news. Happy second Halloween. We're going out. We're just not going to record this. We're going out. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess we did release one, what, the 29th, and that was our Halloween episode. We have so many plays on that. Yay! Do-do-do! Okay, so we're finally starting the long-awaited... Darley routine. Yeah, lots of talked about... How can I word that? Often spoken... Much hyped, I don't know. (laughs) Much hyped. Just... (laughs) Just put words out. We'll string them together. <laughs> okay, well, I hope that I have done this justice, but I guess we'll find out. Um, it's going to be a two-parter. There's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot to this case, and there's some things that I'm not going to cover that are probably also important aspects of this case. So everybody, if you're listening to this, it, I don't just do your own research. I'll link everything. Do extra research. Like this case is ridiculous, and it's ongoing. So, yeah, it's a wild case. I have my own opinion about it, but I don't want to give it until you give me all of your evidence. I'm not gonna go into like super detailed about the original case. I'm just gonna give you an overview and a little bit of information, and. Then we're gonna get into like evidence, and yeah, that's that's about and, and my opinions. Okay, that's what we're gonna do. Okay, <laughs> so uh, there's more to it. Make sure you research, um, and then I'll give you my opinion at the end. Okay. So this is part of the did they do it series? Mariah covered Cameron Todd Willingham, who we know didn't, didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> did not he didn't do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. This is what happened. Darley Routier was a stay-at-home mom to three different children. All boys. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So Devin was six. Yikes is right. <laughs> Damon was five, and Drake was two. So on the night of June 6, 1996, at 2.30 a.m., Darley called 911, screaming. She was screaming into the phone that she and her children had been attacked by an intruder with a knife. Okay. Okay. So one child died on the scene before paramedics were able to get inside the house, and the second child died on the way to the hospital. Okay. Darley had to be transported to the hospital, and she had to undergo surgery for the wound on her neck. So she had been stabbed in her neck. On her left shoulder, she had a small stab wound, and then on her arm, she had a stab wound. So she had to go to the hospital... Um, she had to have surgery on her neck. Both boys had been stabbed multiple times. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> the surgeon informed Darley's mother that if the wound on her throat had been approximately two millimeters deeper, it would have cut her carotid artery. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's pretty close. Yeah, very close. Um, so there's also a belief that the necklace that Darley was wearing actually saved her life because it was... It was lodged Ugh. in her wound, 
So when the paramedics put, like, the bandage over it, the necklace was in her wound. I think at some point they tried to take it out, and it was, like, stuck or it caused her pain, so they just bandaged it over it. Mm-hmm. And then in evidence photos, you can see there are two separate nicks in the chain of this necklace proving a knife cut it. So there's stipulate what there's, there's two sides to this story. The people who think she did it and the people who think she didn't. So the people who think she did it are like, nah, she cut her own throat. Yes. She did it. She staged it. That's the prosecution and the people that think that she did it. That's their whole theory. So there's disputes over this necklace. But in photos, there are nicks. I'm just, <laughs> just throwing that out there for you. Anyway. So the surgeon also informed Darley's mother that the wound on her arm was a defensive wound and that it went straight to the bone. Woo! Yeah, right? Owie! Yes. Okay, so this is important because the people who are on the side of she did it, she staged it, she stabbed herself, are saying that... That's a pretty big bucket stab. See, that's that's my point. That's my point. Like... She so she she cut her own throat and she almost like killed herself. Ugh. She was like that's what she did. Okay, and then the stab wound on her arm went to the bone. Who's gonna do that to themselves? Yeah, yeah. Because I think like even human reaction, a natural reaction would be to not stab that deep, and like your body saves you from yourself. That's why like. The same force that you use to bite down on a baby carrot is the same force that you can use to bite off your own pinky finger, Uh but you just can't do it because your brain is like, no, no, you can't bite off your own finger. There's there's that, but then also, if you're saying that she did this to herself, there's two very large wounds, right, Mm -hmm. that I can't even imagine someone giving themselves. So one had to come before the other. So did yeah. Slash to the bone come before the neck? She, so, like, if you're saying she did this, then she cut her arm to the bone, endured that pain, and then went, yeah, let me cut my neck now, and almost killed herself. Like, yeah, two millimeters from my carotid artery. And let people just... are saying that your carotid is in different locations for different people, and, like, it'll move around. So some people are saying that two millimeters is actually far away. That is not, okay. Let's look at a ruler first. (laughs) And let's talk about your carotid. Yeah. You could tell me whether or not you think that's far away. (laughs) I don't think so, but whatever. It's just my opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own. Okay. The other part of that is, um, so like if you look at, if you look at your arm, like this part of your arm, am I like, camera show this part this is where she okay. was stabbed okay and that muscle yeah that's the part that went to the bone mm, so like strong. okay people are saying that there's not that much like flesh and muscle on top of the bone so that they're bro. saying that they're saying it's a superficial wound it's not super it went to her bone bro also prosecution is saying it's superficial and i'm sitting here going like okay let's stab you to the bone you tell me if yeah. you think that's superficial like i don't there's... think so I got a lot of muscle right there, ma'am. That yeah. hurt as I hurt get like hell. What they're trying to convey is that there's not a lot of distance there. So it might have been like an inch and a half to two inches deep. I think it was actually mm-hmm. two inches deep. And you're you're trying to say that in the body that's not that far for a knife to go in. But <laughs> I think 
one centimeter is too far. But to inflict it on yourself two yeah. inches is very, very deep. Yeah. Ooh, so. I do not like this. Anyway, <laughs> we're just starting. <laughs> Ten days after the murder of her sons, Darley Routier was arrested on two counts of capital murder. However, she was only tried for her younger son's murder, in part due to lack of evidence with hmm. trying her with the older one. Yeah. So some evidence that they were able to fit into saying, oh yeah, she probably killed the younger son, will not fit for the older son. It, okay, that's a can't. problem. Exactly. So if you're saying that she killed both, like, you can't prove that she killed both, so you're just going to get her on the younger one. Mm -hmm. But also, they chose the younger one also because he was under six years old, which allows Texas to go for the death penalty. Yeah. Which I also think is a problem if that is a deciding factor in your case. The death penalty, like... Oh, yeah. On on who you're going to try... Like yeah. If you're telling me that this is a justice system and you're getting justice for two murdered boys and you're like, oh, we're only going to go for the younger one because we can get the death penalty. Yeah. We're not going to get justice for the older one. Like, yeah. I think that's a problem. But No, I agree. I, mean, I, just, I just think it doesn't it doesn't fit. Like, that should tell you that you're missing something. Yes, exactly. And, like, going back to when you said you understand what the prosecution is trying to convey, like, they're just trying to win. You they know, are. like, it's, and that sounds bad, but they're honestly just trying to win. Yep. And Instead of finding the truth, they're just yeah. trying to win a case. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and because I'm, sh- you know, the public was fucking in an uproar about this, so they were going to be the heroes mm-hmm. of the day if they could get her yeah. put away. That's the other thing. Like, she was all over the media. Yeah. All over. So that doesn't do her justice at all. Yeah. So, again, let's recap. According to Darley, an intruder came in stabbed her sons, attacked her, she tried to fight him off, Mm -hmm. chased him out of the house, grabbed the phone, called 911. I I guess she screamed while she was fighting him off, and that caused her husband to run downstairs to see what was going on. Oh, yeah, because she was, like, on the couch, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the night from Darley's perspective is she had been on the main level of the home in the family room with her two oldest sons. They were watching TV that night, um, and then they fell asleep with the TV on. Mm-hmm. Darley was on the couch, and the boys were on the floor. So Darley had been awakened by someone on top of her with a knife. Ooh. She fought off the intruder, and he fled through the pantry door or the gar- garage or laundry room area. Yeah. And then somewhere around this time, Darley had screamed, which awoke her husband, Darren. And then Darley ran to the phone to call 911 at 2.30 a.m., stating that she and her children had been attacked. Are, are you going to go into what Darren believes? No. Does, so does he think she did it? He does not, no. Okay. I didn't He does know, not so. think she did it. So Darren and Darley are actually divorced now, but they're only divorced because... She's in prison, right? Well, yes. He firmly believes that she did not do it. And he, yeah, they only, I think it was a mutual decision to get divorced. And he only got divorced because he was just kind of in limbo. And they both agreed that he needs to move on with his life on the outside. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he fully believes that she did not do it. Okay. 
Okay. So, the first responding officer was David Waddell. And he tells a documentary crew, because I watched a documentary, because I like watching things, okay? <laughs> if you watch some of these documentary documentaries, though, they are biased in favor of the officers and prosecution, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And these guys that are, t- these police officers that are talking to the documentary crew are unprofessional as fuck. Really? Yeah. One guy was just like, um, she's a liar. She lies <gasps> about everything. You cannot just say that. Yeah. So. Well, I have my opinions about him. I don't like him at all. I think he's a terrible person. <laughs> well, you're anyway, a liar, and you lie about everything. Well, I'm a liar because I'm a woman, according to him. So. <laughs> Women lie, don't you know? What's that really, there's that really funny meme that's like, um... It's like, if you can't blame science, you can always blame women. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> You've never seen that? No, he probably created it, though. <sighs> uh, anyway, okay, so first responder David Waddell told a documentary crew that when he first showed up on the scene, he saw a man running out of the front door of the home. So he stopped the guy. It was Darren. It was Darley's husband. Oh, Okay. He asked him what he was doing, and Darren claimed that he was going to get his neighbor, who was a nurse, across the street. The officer said that Darley was still talking on the phone with 911. <clears throat> <laughs> the officer said that Darley was still talking on the phone with the 911 dispatcher trying to describe the scene. He said that one child was already dead, and the <gasps> other one was slowly moving but still alive. I do not like that image you just painted. Or that he just painted. Yeah, I'm sorry. There was way worse, and I, I, I fixed yeah, it Yeah, I'm for glad you. you... What is I, it? I, Mariah, proofed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't going to get into all that. Ugh. I'm going to get into one more thing later, and you're not going to like it. So the officer said that when Darren returned, he was instructed to help one of the children, so Darren began CPR. This officer also claims that Darley was not worried about her children, but had asked if anyone had stolen her jewelry that was laying on the counter. This, however, was not caught on the 911 call that I listened to, that you should listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was not caught on the 911 call that Darley was still on when Officer Waddell was on the scene. Mm -hmm. So where he comes up with this information, I do not know. And there is no way in hell Darley would whisper this information. Yeah. To, to the officer. Because. While he's giving CPR to her child. Well, the husband's giving CPR to the child. Oh, I thought the officer was for some reason. No, he wouldn't touch the kids. He wouldn't go in. <gasps> oh, my God. He wouldn't God. go in past the kitchen. Because there wasn't any but Well, there wasn't anybody else on the scene, and they couldn't secure the house, so they couldn't go in. So, yeah, he was just standing over to the side saying... Oh, go help your kids, and not doing anything. And it uh, took 20 to 30 minutes for paramedics to even be able to get into the home. Oh, my God. I've never heard show. about that rule or mm. that pro- procedure, yes. Mm. Well, because as Texas an officer. 1996. I mean, yeah, you should go fucking help, but what do I You should be sprinting I think it was because of the intruder part. Oh, he was like, oh, I'm He was scared. like, oh, I need to secure the scene. But he literally didn't go past the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. 
So, anyway, this guy said some things happened and were said that weren't said, so I don't trust him. He also watched a child die in front of him, so I don't trust him. Yeah, and said, hey guys, give that kid CPR. I'm gonna I'm stand over here, don't worry about it. I'm the trained professional, but I will stand over here. At one point, he even made some excuse about he had his uh, hand on his gun or his taser, and then he had his other hand on his, like, radio. Oh, no, no. But, bro, your radio clips. I don't there's like a, that. There's a reason it clips. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, I'm being judgmental with this guy, but... Fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but... Uh, okay. So, the officer... <laughs> okay. The officer said that he believed that there was an intruder in the house up until they searched the house and didn't find one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. Wow. She said he left. Like, yeah, <laughs> you are a fucking genius. You're fucking Nancy Drew over there. God, you are good. You, sir, are an idiot. David Waddell, he told the documentary crew that exact statement. So, like, you can watch him say this stupid shit. Mm-mm. Anyway. <laughs> Again, going to Darren. Darren was asleep upstairs in his room the night of June 6, 1996. The baby Drake was also asleep upstairs. It was later discovered that Darren had talked about staging a robbery of the Routier home to collect the insurance money from it, but police did not stray away from Darley due to this information. Hmm. Uh, so the husband thought about staging a robbery? He talked about it. He admitted talking about it. Oh, okay. He just claims that he never followed through with it. Well, you know, I don't think that he was like, let me stage this robbery. Hey, and while you're at it, why don't you stab my two kids that are going to be yeah. downstairs? But, I mean, the police could have looked into that, and yeah. maybe it was a staged robbery, and whoever he hired to do it just decided that, I don't know, we're going to go a little nuts and stab some children here. Like, maybe <laughs> we should have looked nuts. into that. Maybe that would have, like, told it's you, the heat. oh, <laughs> maybe there was an intruder, like... But no, wow. you just decided this fucking, this mother did it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> that's sketch, though. I mean, insurance fraud is very common, but that's scary. But that's just to point out that there are other angles that the police could have taken that would have pointed to an, a possible intruder to and support Darlie's statement. And they're like, nah, bitch, you did it. You did it. The fuck? Okay, Can't blame so. science. You can always blame women. Well, you know, especially a blonde one in 1996 Texas. Anyway, the prosecution spun a story about the crime scene being staged and no intruder being present. They also made it seem as though Darlie was a vain, retired beauty queen who only cared about her looks, jewelry, and money. The prosecution told a story of a woman who didn't grieve the way they thought a mother should and even showed edited footage of a mother throwing her dead son a birthday party that he was so excited for prior to his death. The video. The infamous video. Yes. So, here's what happened with the video. Okay, tell me. They had a memorial for the two kids. They were crying. They were grieving. You know, normal shit. Okay? Yeah. And then... After that, the six-year-old had been 
really, really excited for his seventh birthday party, which was just weeks away. That's what yes. he was excited for. And he wanted silly string, and he wanted, like, he was, it's a fucking six-year-old happy for his birthday party, okay? The kid died before his party. So what does the mom do? They Still hold a memorial party, service. Yeah. yeah, they have a memorial service. They cry and grieve. And then after that, they suck up their tears, and they throw her kid a birthday party. Yeah, they celebrate how he would have wanted. Yes. And so part of the video shows them laughing and, like, spraying silly string on the gravestones and everything. And this is the part where the media lost their fucking minds and just determined that she was guilty because the memorial service was edited out. No one ever saw that part. They just went, oh, this mother's laughing at her dead son's grave and throwing silly string on it. They don't have context for it or anything. And also, keep in mind, the silly string was bought and brought by Darley's sister, not by Darley. Yeah. And yet, somehow, this has become all her fault. She has planned it. She's so happy that her kids are dead. That's what people were saying. Well, she missed one, so. Yeah, right? I mean, like, if she doesn't want kids because she's all about her looks and her jewelry and money, why wouldn't she get rid of the one that's more expensive? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think that the video, I mean, so if you don't have the context, you do look at the video and you're like, damn, that's kind of like fucked up. I'll be honest, when I was, yeah, when I was in school for like my criminal justice class and we had to cover cases for like female killers, I covered her. I mm-hmm. saw that video, and I 100% thought she was guilty. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit. But on the flip side of that, when my family grieves, we grieve at home, and then, like, you know how people do, like, the memorial, the, like, a funeral service? Like, mm-hmm. we never do anything like that. Like, it's always a celebration of life where it's more about, like, a huge party where we all just, like, mm-hmm. tell stories and laugh and dance around and get drunk and celebrate that individual so I completely understand where they're coming from with this party yep I don't yeah so this is part of the main evidence that helped convict her but then yeah the media also and the police also just like lied about shit you know yeah yeah they definitely spun it in a way that helped their case which they did a great job because I was even, well, like we said, even I was like, damn, that bitch, that's fucked. Yeah, and I have, over the past, like, what, six, seven years, I have looked into this case three separate times. And yeah. the first time I was like, she's guilty. Like, she has to be. But yeah, the information you just, like, surface had, level it. Yeah, the information that I had available were lies mm-hmm. and information spun to make it seem like she was guilty and, like, edited shit, so... Yeah. It's fucked up. Which is the same kind of information that the jury was given. Yeah, man. I mean, we've said it once before, and we'll say it again. Like, once the justice system has its claws in you and views you as a suspect or the person who did it, they will do anything to make sure you are that person, even if you Mm -hmm. aren't. And I feel like her defense actually really let her down. Yeah. On a lot of things in this case, so... Okay. Um, okay, so the prosecution left out the part where the entire family was grieving and holding the memorial service at the grave. 
they also left out the fact that the silly string wasn't even bought by Darlie. It was her sister. And they used this edited video to convince the jury that Darlie did not care about her children and that she was, in fact, happy that they were gone. The jurors watched this video, this edited video of only the party, eight times while deliberating and decided upon a guilty verdict. Eight times, but... Eight times. Since then, at least one juror, Charles Samford, has come forward stating that if he had been shown the entire video, he would have voted to acquit. Mm. There's your case. Yeah, I've called chills. <sighs> and this is the part where I'm like, well, what the fuck was the defense doing? Apparently yeah. they had mentioned the fact that there was a memorial before that that had been edited out just once mm-hmm. they didn't get the video to be shown like come on in this entire case the jurors are not gonna listen or like remember this one statement you made that said no they had a memorial and then continue them. yeah and then continue on with the trial the next five days like you, i'm yeah. not gonna remember that Plus, one sentence dude. you should have gotten that thrown out yeah you should have argued this jury should have been sequestered I mean, yes. I mean, they they might have, they actually might have been, but I don't know how this would have been allowed to come in. So, we'll get to that later. Not worry about it. Okay, so the police, um, they stated that Darlie's accounts of what happened allegedly did not match up with evidence. What evidence? The evidence they decided to lie about. Personal opinion, but. Due to the police believing that the knife used to commit the murder or assault, murders and assault came from inside the home, they believed that there was not an intruder, and they jumped to the conclusion that the cut window screen was staged. So, I didn't tell you about the cut window screen. In this, like, utility garage room, wherever it was, there's a window that's, like, really low to the ground. Mm-hmm. And it was cut the entire length of the window in a T-shape. So, the screen was cut. So, part of this, like media coverage slash police lies so in the media the media said oh the the window screen was cut from the inside like they proved it but then when they got to trial the cops had to go they had to tell the truth and they said no it was cut from the outside oh my fucking god (laughs) so that's part yeah that's part of the surface level stuff that if we just lie to the media, it'll be fine. Like, so, okay, fine. I do not know where the media got this information. I do not know if it came from the cops. I don't know if they just said, oh, the cops believe it was staged, so like we'll just put this in here because, you we'll know, ju- reporters. Yeah. We'll just, you know, if, if they believe it's staged, it had to have been cut from the inside, right? We'll just say mm-hmm. it. <sighs> the police also did not have a clear motive for a break-in, stating that no valuables were taken from the home. So there are pictures of Darlie's jewelry laying on the, like, kitchen counter mm-hmm. as this proof that nothing was taken from the home. So it wasn't a robbery, so it could have been an intruder. I mean, Pretty I... Could... sure people that break in and kill people don't just steal their jewelry, but what do I know? Yeah. No, I could, defini- I could definitely see as a cop, though, how no strong motive would lead to a robbery or an intruder but all the evidence like none of the evidence is pointing pointing at darlie that's the problem like i'm just like how did you how did you hone in on her because none of the evidence points to her we'll get to we'll get we'll get to why okay (laughs) we'll get to why um 
So analysts stated that the blood evidence in the kitchen came from someone who had been standing still. Okay. I got to give you a little bit of backstory on this. Okay, so this house has blood all over it. There is yeah. blood everywhere. There are bloody towels everywhere. The children are covered in blood. Darlie's nightshirt that she was wearing is almost completely drenched in blood. It was white. There's barely any white on it. Yeah, she was stabbed in the fucking neck. And between Darren coming downstairs, giving CPR, Darlie is running to the kitchen and back into the family room over and over again to get the phone, yeah. to get towels, to, like, help. So there's bloody footprints in the kitchen. There's droplets in the kitchen. There's just blood literally everywhere, okay? Mm-hmm. So analysts stated that the blood evidence in the kitchen came from someone who had been standing still and not running around frantically as Darley claimed she had. Remember this part. If you're already making your decision that she's guilty, remember this part because we have a caveat about blood evidence. We have uh, a long yeah, caveat about blood evidence. So this is part of the thing that was used to convict her. This blood analysis that we're later going to find out isn't, isn't a real fucking science. Isn't reliable. <laughs> Almost like arson investigators in the 90s. Yes. Wow. So we have a long caveat about that. So please stick around at least for that. <laughs> So there was blood spatter on the back of Darlie's nightshirt, and the prosecution said that it was consistent with her stabbing her children. They were trying to say that it was cast off. Mm -hmm. Now, when you hear this, you're like, oh, bro, you're done for. Lock her up. Let's keep in mind, you're hearing this and going, oh, it's cast off. Well, with cast off, wouldn't you think that there would be more than one tiny microscopic drop of blood i don't know i just feel like if i'm stabbing someone there's gonna be more than one yes anyway um it was actually later determined that it is more likely that this tiny speck of blood is more consistent with darlie attempting to hold one of the boy's chest wounds together while her husband was performing cpr hell yeah that's what i'd be doing is grabbing onto my baby but imagine that so I can, yeah, imagine being the woman who's You're holding your fucking... Your child that's dying, and they're yeah. like, oh, you stabbed him, so, sorry. No, what the fuck? Yeah, I just, uh... So the police also claim that the puncture wounds on her shirt did not match any wounds on her body. Bro, did you... Okay. What? <laughs> who... F- okay, if I'm, if I'm laying down on a couch... And I'm struggling with an intruder. Do you think my shirt's gonna line up fucking perfectly? Yeah, my shirt. Oh, bro, when you stab me, make sure my shirt is straight, okay? (laughs) Like, what do you want? (laughs) Anyway, there's more. There's there's actually like more analysis that goes into that shirt. So if anybody wants to look it up, go for it. I did not include it. And I sleep all like tangled up in my clothes, in my blankets. Are you a side sleeper? Are your shorts ever straight when you wake yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. No, they're on, like, almost backwards. Come on. And so now imagine fighting with someone trying to stab you. How fucked yeah. up your clothes are even more. The police also claim that they found evidence of large amounts of blood in and around the kitchen sink. But they're claiming that there was no blood in the sink. So they've come up with this theory that Darlie cut her own throat at the sink washed the blood down the sink, 
And then, like, I guess, tried to wipe up on the front. So she's staging a crime scene that she's uh-huh. been stabbed, but let, let her clean it up real quick so it's not too much. That's what they're saying. They're, yeah, they're saying that she stood over it's the sink, cut her on neck, and then, like, cleaned it up because they did, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What, what is the, where's the logic in, let me, I'm going to stab myself in the fucking throat so people think that someone attacked me, but, but I'm going to clean up a little. Yeah, and if you're sitting here thinking, oh, she washed it down the sink so she's hiding something, here, let, let me give you an explanation. One kid's dead, the other kid has a super bad chest wound that she has to hold closed while her husband gives the kid CPR yeah. so blood doesn't continue to gush out of this wound. Okay, and she's running back and forth between the kitchen where the towels are beside the kitchen sink. Important. Keep that in mind. The Mm -hmm. towels are beside the kitchen sink. She's grabbing towels. She's wetting them. She's bringing them to her husband and the children. Okay, this has already been 100% proven. This is what happened. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm wetting towels in the kitchen sink and there's blood everywhere, right? Because I'm Darlie, and my throat is cut, and my adrenaline is rushing, and I'm losing blood. And I'm holding onto my babies. Yeah. Okay? Grabs towels, wets them in the sink. If there's blood in the sink, and you turn on the sink, (laughs) what do you think happens? I wish we videotaped this so everyone could see your face. (laughs) So I just look. Wait, hold on. Before we go on, I just looked at videos of her Videos? Photos of her wounds. And they're really fucking bad. Especially yeah. all the bruising on her arm. There's no, there's no way. And her hands are like bright red. With the bruising on her arm, they're trying to say that she didn't have it when she went in to the hospital. And then they tried to like get some expert. Actually, they didn't even get an expert. They got some nurse who in her experience... Um, Bitch, no thank she, you. She didn't... It, those wounds didn't occur... You know, before she came into the hospital, okay? So, <laughs> yeah. And also, the um, jury was not shown pictures of more than half of her wounds, of oh. her photos, Mm-mm. including the bruising photos. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The photos of the crime scene are horrific. Do Oh, yep. my God. Do not look this up, people. Like, the yep. first one that comes up is of the child. Let me see. I didn't find that. You literally type in Darlie Roots here crime scene, and those are the first ones. Those oh aren't God. blurred? No, those aren't blurred at all. Do not. I Trigger warning for anyone that's thinking about looking it up. I think Holy you might throw God. up, actually. You might throw up. Makes me want to throw up. Oh, my God. Now there imagine a, that's your child. There should be, like, a, a cover on those. No, 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 no. Welcome to Darlie Roots here. You know why I hate this case? I hate this case. I actually don't no, like I it. No, I fucking hate this case. I think it, I'll put my opinion out at the end, but I think mm-hmm. that this was very botched, and there's been no justice for these children that have been murdered. Mm-hmm. Okay, so also important note about the sink before I forget it. There is no photo of the sink prior to them using luminol. Hmm. They just conveniently didn't take a photo. Huh conveniently also important note the timeline for darley to kill her children attack herself and then call 911 compared to the timeline that darren her husband gave of his events does not give darley enough time to be able to do this mm-hmm. 
how do you know how much time she would have had? Mm-mm, okay, okay. No, there are people who have gone into like the exact timelines and like oh, broken yeah. all of this stuff out. Like oh, you yeah. can find it, but no. <laughs> people are. I, people are. This is one of those cases that people obsess over, oh, yeah. and they're like, "I will be the armchair expert." There's transcripts of trials. There's there's transcripts of everything. You can get affidavits that people wrote. Yeah. Like, and I have some of them. Anyway, there's a lot. You can get pretty much everything. Stephen Cooper, Darley's appeal lawyer, states that the police messed up the case and ignored standard crime scene procedure. Mm-hmm. They did. Thank you, Stephen. There's even a testimony where one of the guys admits that, like, he tells what crime scene okay he tells what procedure should be and then he literally goes right into being asked a question where he didn't do that himself this is what it should be but this is what i did yep that's exactly (laughs) what it is (laughs) fucking idiot so uh stephen cooper also states that uh there's video evidence showing that the police were stuffing bloody clothing all in the (gasps) same bag which cross-contaminated the evidence yeah you can't do that. Even I know that. And we knew that in the 90s. Uh, the appeal attorney also stated that the prosecutor's office failed to identify a motive that Darley would have for killing her children. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Darley's attorney has advised her not to speak about her case outside of the courtroom anymore. I think that's probably a good idea. It is. Especially with the Innocence Project looking into it and they're getting um, new DNA testing on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Darlie spends 23 hours a day in isolation on death row, and she only gets to leave her cell for one hour a day. She's also not allowed any contact visits, so she only sees her last remaining son, Drake, through glass. Okay. Cold chill, again. I did not know that Darlie... I didn't know the outcome of the case. I didn't know that she was sentenced to death. Oh, girl, you didn't know? No, and... um. She's, she's on, on death row. She's been on death row for fucking how long now, people? Since 1996. Oh, my God. And if you look up, like, if she gets a stay of execution or anything like that, it's literally just people going, when is she going to die? Like, <gasps> they just, they want her to die. They want them, they want the state of Texas to kill her. I, I there's Even enough... though there's all of this evidence that needs to be tested. Yes. There is enough questionable evidence here. That should give her a stay of execution and everyone should look around and be like, yo, hold up. We got to look around a little bit better. Okay, so that was just your overview, okay? That's not even going too far into details. That's just giving you some information to, like, hook you. Okay, stick around, please. Listen, people, if you do not fucking listen to this, Kayla will have Kayla will have a mental breakdown and she will not do this podcast anymore. I will. I absolutely will. I will delete part one. I swear to you. <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, so we'll be back next week with part two of our Darley series, and we really hope you join us. All right. Bye.